0: Learn the best spell
1: of all. What's that? Sleep.
0: Welcome back to my alchemical bromance. Um, tonight we have with us Nathan Lee Miller Foster, who is also known as a cult fan on Twitter. Um, you've probably, if you're on Twitter, you've probably seen him out there somewhere. And you can't help it. Yeah, you can't help it. He's everywhere. <laughs> So, uh, we're going to talk about some stuff tonight on the podcast, but, um, I thought that the the coolest thing to start off with was like, Nate, you, uh, recently became a Freemason. I did. You were initiated.
1: Yes, sir. Um, on, on actually on Columbus day.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So it, yeah. Was, it was a few months ago. We, we've been talking about this for a little while. I just didn't do yep. a very good job getting getting my shit together to to uh, it's, it's, no
1: it's both of us it's both it's it's both of us
0: yeah I guess it probably is um, yeah actually this is the first episode that we've recorded since the beginning of November which is also kind of weird uh, and Nate you also have a friend with you today who's going to be initiated Victor yeah so
1: he's just, he's just chill. don't don't worry about it. he's just okay, kind of just he'll, laying he'll back. just sit
0: there okay cool he's
1: cool. he's, he's cool. in the bleachers
0: okay so we have a live studio audience.
1: uh ish but yeah okay
0: Um, so all right so talk to me a little bit about the decision to become a mason like okay
1: what was that like i i love this because yesterday on saint john's day my Mm -hmm. dad actually gave me um my grandfather's uh i guess when you finally get into you know being a mason and that's all i'll say you get a parchment and Mm -hmm. That was gifted to me. <laughs> um, so okay, here's a triple, here's a triple mind fuck. Okay. My mom tried to give me a Masonic ring because she thought it would be a great thing to do for Christmas. Turns out that it was actually a hard-to-read ring that was a high school ring uh-huh. that was my grandmother's. Oh. This was in nineteen fifty-two though. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And then and, and you could see the two torches on the bottom of the ring. They kind of looked like a thing. But then I <laughs> <laughs> this gets really weird because like i- i there's so much I could go into but i'll I'll just keep it straightforward on this one. My grandfather was inducted into masonry in nineteen fifty two as well oh yeah, it just got really weird really quickly, and it turned out that my grandfather in the tarot mm-hmm. nineteen being the son and masonically mm-hmm. loving the son, my grandfather was born in nineteen nineteen on three ah. three
0: well that's numerologically inducted, weird
1: well I'm gonna continue by saying he was inducted into masonry in 1952 well, when big, he was the... 33 years old oh. in three months huh yeah dude it all matches up that's cool it's 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 God being God yeah that's it.
0: Wait, so wait so then was it your grandfather's masonic history that kind of inspired you to go look at it like was it did- so?
1: One odd thing is that if you've listened to Greg Curlwood's podcast with Michael Joseph, who I've actually had coffee with this summer, Michael Joseph doing all that stuff with uh, JFK getting killed on the Kabbalistic uh paths and such, uh-huh. uh, when you, when you look at that, um, one of the things was that he mentions in one of his things with Greg that the chapter of morals and dogma 30. And I happened to read on 3-3 this past year to my grandfather at his grave, chapter 30 of was and Dogma.
0: Chapter 30 is the uh, Night Kadosh, I believe. Yes! yes! Yes, yes. Yeah, um, that I'm is an, a... I'm an
1: odd beginning mason, I suppose.
0: <sighs> yeah, it's a, you. You've got a lot of background and back history with, like, occult stuff yes, and uh, esoteric knowledge. Yeah, so, I mean, I think one of the just the most interesting things to hear about then would be like how did you did you feel like the initiation was initiatory in sort of the occult sense or was yes it, yeah that's good and- oh okay
1: yeah no no I mean like and this is one of the uh, definitive things and I, I I realize this humbly mm-hmm. um for magicians who come after us I I realize that I am one of the uh the penultimate strikes against uh normality. So what we are saying is, yes, masonry is there for those who care about the occult. Uh, masonry is a very useful structure for those. Mm-hmm. Even if you think you're some kind of chaos magician or whatever, a practical magician, there is something very deep and lovely and useful inside of masonry. Mm-hmm. And for particular – yeah, no, I mean like – but but you're one of us. But for men who are not, there is – something for all of us and there is something that we can use to make our world a better place yes i don't use that vaguely i use that very directly like a death star
0: i totally agree with you i think that's actually one of the neat things about masonic initiation is that it's not just for occultists you know it's uh Bob uh, Bob Davis I don't know if you've seen this book Bob Davis has a book called Manhood in America and he talks about um, Masonic initiation as like the last kind of rite of passage that we have left for
1: Oh, to, to wow. yeah, no that's that... right. That's interesting.
0: Yeah. Okay, all right. I'm going to I'm going to open my beer. See, do you see my little skull?
1: Oh, that's awesome, dude. Nice. <laughs> Dean Jones.
0: And my beer, I don't even know what beer it is yet. I got it for Christmas. It's in a brown paper wrapper here, so I got it from oh, a, right a Freemason named Josh. Let's see. So it is... It is wrapped very securely.
1: Oh, so sure it is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, look at that. It's a preem Belgian-style dark ale. Oh! Mm-hmm.
1: Oh! Oh! Look at that F! Oh, it's a gorgeous. Oh yeah, yeah, it's gorgeous. It's even well prepared. <laughs> it is. It oh, is.
0: This is a. This is going to be a tasty beer. I think I've probably had this one before, but not out of a bottle, and not for Christmas. Oh! Look,
1: you're untwisting it and everything. Oh, you're yeah, killing yeah. it. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's a basket. What are you drinking? What do you have? What's your beer?
1: All right. Well, I'll tell you. Um, because Victor was so kind, he brought over some. Uh, excuse me. Sorry. Some Stone IPA. Uh-huh. And I also happen to have some Evil Genius Purple Monkey Dishwasher.
0: What the heck is that? That sounds like marijuana. From
1: The Simpsons. Remember From... Purple Monkey Dishwasher?
0: No. What's Purple Monkey Dishwasher? Sure. Okay.
1: So what Evil Genius does, they have mm-hmm. the first beer by them I had was Han Shot First.
0: Oh, Evil Genius Brewing.
1: Yep. Okay, you I've heard it. of
0: them. I've heard of them. I don't... Th- think yeah. we can get their beer out on my coast.
1: I've had three of uh, I've had three of their kinds so far. So they had Han Shot first, mm-hmm. then Purple Monkey Dishwasher, and then the other one was called Adulting.
0: Adulting. And you've got Purple Monkey Dishwasher.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. But most importantly, if you if you can count to like 45 for me, uh-huh. I'm going to pack a ma- fucking marijuana bowl.
0: Okay. 1 Dude. Wait, is marijuana? Oh, God l- it. It's
1: it's more for my brother Victor because he wants to smoke too.
0: Okay. Uh, it's, yeah. it's, uh I
1: was trying to be sleek, but I'm not being very sleek right now. I want to smoke my bro up. Yeah. He's, he's, Go for um, it. Go for it. Gary he wants me to.
0: Is is, is marijuana legal in your state?
1: Yes. Okay.
2: He says, <laughs> he, says he says yes. Thanks, Victor. <laughs>
0: Wait, is marijuana legal where you are, or are you at one of the places where, are we committing a crime now?
1: I'm sorry, what? Yeah, no, you're free. Okay. Um, I, I, if you were ever in any danger, I would fucking take the hit.
0: Okay, cool. I mean, I'm in Oregon. We've got marijuana all over the place.
1: Oregon and Massachusetts are pretty much the same sister state. Like, oh, that's you guys true. Yeah, that yeah. You were you almost called Boston, right?
0: Yeah, that's true. Right. Portland yep. was yep. nearly yep. Boston, and you're, tell- you're tell- in Boston, aren't you, or near Boston?
1: yes i am in boston tell a story
0: oh i'm gonna tell a story about Uh, this beer this beer is delicious or it smells great Mm. yeah it's kind of sweet it's got a lot of i'd say fruits fruity flavors in it maybe like dates or dark plums or something Oh, it's great. This is a good good choice. Thanks, Josh, the, wherever you are.
1: <laughs> thank you, Josh. But the idea is that Portland was almost Boston.
0: Oh, right. That story. Yeah. That's st- what you were trying to say. So uh, the first two guys who sort of like staked a claim here, I can't remember what their names were. Uh, I think one of them was Lovejoy. I don't remember the other one's name, but... Uh, they flipped a coin. They were either going to call this place New Boston or Portland. One of them was from Portland, Maine. One of them was from Boston, Massachusetts. And so it was just a coin flip. That coin flip determined that we were going to be called Boston. Portland. Portland It yeah. determined that we were going to be called Portland. right. <laughs> yeah. which, yeah. which I'm really happy about because, um, you know, Boston's cool and all, but the competition yeah. would have been way too much.
1: Uh, we would have killed you every time.
0: Yeah, I mean, because Bo- you know, Boston, Massachusetts is gi- is gigantic and influential and
1: it's ginormous. Yeah, it's way too famous. So actually, so I have a couple of Masonic terror cards that I want to use at the end of the chat. Okay, I want to do a th- I want to do a three card uh draw for you for free. Okay, because I sweet. charge a lot of money for that shit, but because you're being honest and good. <laughs> to give me a spot well no, no i mean like let's be honest and like you know energetically functional here mm-hmm. because you're being good enough to give me a spot to you know give some voice to my opinions and you know uh i, I should do something for you that is worthy of value
0: that sounds like a fair trade do you have a that's well, up to you no no that, was, that would be great uh which which masonic tarot deck do you have what do you mean uh, which which one of the decks do you have? There are a number of Masonic Tarot decks. I'm just wondering which one you, you've you got. No, it's an
1: extremely intelligent question. I'm trying to play out of you what you know.
0: Oh, um, well, there's one that just came out within the last few years that I think I have sitting right here.
1: My God, I am so enamored with smart people.
0: <laughs> well, I know I really am. <laughs> I have a big box full of tarot cards over there, and I think that the Masonic Tarot deck is in there, but that's a really new one. But there's been... Um, Others that a have few, come out yeah. in the past. The the latest one, I think, it was done by a French co-mason. JB. 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 Maybe I I don't really remember all the details. So, I,
1: I'm being I'm being coerced from the side suddenly. Okay. Um, Can we please just listen to him?
0: <laughs> and then in the and then uh, I remember the first masonic tarot deck I saw was probably about ten or fifteen years ago. And it was also french um and the thing about both of these decks that that kind of disappoints me is that they're it, only the major arcana are fully fleshed out, and the and the pips are a little boring, but they're still pretty cool um yeah, so I think the the latest one, if I remembering correctly, it's from los Garebo.
1: right that's a different one that's going to be the masonic tarot deck that's going to have like a lot of like very straightforward looking kind of like uh square and compasses on the kind of things yeah i know what you're talking about yeah that was that is not the one that we want to talk about the one that we want to talk about is the masonic tarot that is from france from 1986 or 88 and it's by a a guy named jean baudet or jb or something but yeah no that's the best tarot deck
0: (laughs) I have only seen that one, I think. I think I have seen it, but I don't have a copy.
1: Oh, God, man. You want it.
0: I do, but it's hard to find now.
1: Oh, fuck that, dude. I got it for like 60 bucks on eBay.
0: (laughs) Well, you did. You done well. Yeah, I, you know, I'm, uh, I do professional tarot reading sometimes, too. So I've got. I know, I know, I know.
1: I've always been drawn to that about you.
0: But, uh, I don't do it as much these days. I've been meaning to get back into it. So with the initiation, like, do you feel like it's changed anything about you?
1: I feel like I'm becoming more adult. I feel like I'm becoming more responsible in my own life. I feel like I'm becoming more responsible to the republic around me and that Uh I owe something to the people that I have been around.
0: Yeah, Actually, I think that's a feeling that I came in with too. Is is uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes a, sense, right? Yeah, it's a it's like a tie to the community. Like all of a sudden, you have a tie to your society and and something that's yep, like. And I
1: am thankful for what I have gotten, and mm-hmm. I owe for that.
0: Yeah, and it gets you. It also introduces you to a lot of people, and this is one of the things that I think it's is huge. Yeah, you you meet people that you would never ever ever meet, and I'm not saying like they're not necessarily famous or brilliant they're, they're like definitely
1: that. not famous but they're really good people
0: yeah but they're also people from all walks of life and that's kind <laughs> of a cool thing too like you really get exposed to a broader section of humanity and a lot of them are going to end up being into really weird stuff so it's really cool to see that that's that uh, you know normalcy or whatever you want to call it the, the, the sort of like not being interested in weird stuff that seems to be so prevalent it's it's across the board, you know the the weird people are everywhere.
1: I mean, but let's let's take it down to what you're saying because let's let's just fracture that open because if we're okay. gonna be the weird people, then we should look at it from the weird people's perspective, which is what you're saying is actually yeah. what's the frequency of people who are actually cool, and that's the thing. Mm-hmm. There's a ton of people across the country, yeah. this country, America specifically, who are really interested in the occult. They're very interested in what can connect them to their own divine origin. They don't want the bullshit. They don't want people who are going to trip them out or be their intermediate Jesus. They want the direct connection to the electrical source that Mm -hmm. is our soul connected.
0: Right. And we see that this desire... uh, It's, I mean, well, you know, like Mitch Horowitz's book, Occult America, which goes into the origins of so many different, like, occult movements. You see that a lot of it is, like, working class people. uh... I love,
1: uh, sorry, sorry, I love Mitch Horowitz. Let me pack a marijuana bowl for a second. All right. All right, two, two, we're going to pack two. Because my bro here, he's like, he wants (laughs) to smoke some shit. And he's been very fucking patient. All right, pack your marijuana. He's He's only 28 years old, but. Um, oh, sorry, 29.
0: Oh, 29, oh, that's a good year. Is it? I don't know. Uh, 29 <laughs> sucked for me. <laughs> yeah, 29, uh, uh, 29 uh, uh, didn't do stuff. me very Say well. Say hi but... to Victor for a second. You get okay, hey, Victor.
2: Hi, and your name is, I'm sorry, I missed it.
0: Uh, I'm Eric.
2: Hi, Eric. Uh, it's really nice to, you have a lot of knowledge. I'm just patiently listening. It's really nice to <laughs> oh, and be, a, be a bystander yeah you, you know
0: um we've had a uh, we've had uh, bystanders before whenever episodes we had a guy who just sort of sat and watched us interview somebody else it was it's, it's kind of fun but he's been voted in officially
2: so what... i got my letter i got my letter in the mail i uh-huh. came home the other day from a hard day's work i my landlady usually lays my mail out for me she says oh you have a few letters Normally, it's nothing exciting. It's just, uh, oh, you want to sign up for this credit card? No. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there was one from the Norwood Orient Lodge on the Masonic Norwood Orient letterhead in very fancy paper, that kind of paper where you kind of run it through your fingers. It has a little special gloss and softness to it. And mm-hmm. it said on December 11th, we voted that you will be ready for the first degree ceremonies to be performed on January 8th. And, I knew at that point prior that I was in, but it it was really nice to see with the the letterhead it was so and I told Nate that I'm gonna say I'm gonna told Nate I'm gonna save it, put it in a little safe spot, and then when I can look back on the whole progress I have made, I can say, here's that letter that yeah. came that one day. That's <laughs> really exciting.
0: so how did you decide to uh, to uh, petition the lodge? Did you know Nate beforehand?
2: I didn't know Nate beforehand and it's just been a blessing knowing Nate, just uh-huh. getting started. I'm coming in very, very coming in. Like just, I came in so blind. I, I petitioned the grand lodge of Massachusetts which is in Boston, obviously. Yeah. And you know, I emailed them and, and I waited and I didn't hear back for months and months. And my understanding of, of me was how, you know, kind of silent it was. And it's a mm-hmm. silent order. And I was like, I'm not going to pester them. I'm like, they're, maybe they're testing me. I didn't know what and, they finally cc'd, you know, the person locally to our lodge, the Orient, Orient Lodge, mm-hmm. the Norwood Lodge. And then, you know, and then even after that, they said, oh, we, I've cc'd so-and-so on this email. You know, you'll hear from him eventually. And and I still didn't hear anything. And I, my whole thing was, I'm just going to be patient. Maybe this is a test. I could not tell. I was like, I'm not going to rock the boat. finally i hear back he's oh something got crosswired with the emails sorry Uh for the delay thank you for your patience if you ever want to take a tour of the lodge sometime let me know Here's my cell phone blah 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 you know within a week i took a tour of the lodge i met with him he said he said, "You need, you know, you need to apply. There's an application." I said, "Do you have one on you?" He's like, "It just so happens I do." He pulls it out of his Masonic laptop bag with the Masonic symbol and all of it.
1: <laughs> he says, yeah. "Here you go." I
2: fill it out, and then this uh, you know, months later, here I am waiting for January eighth.
1: <laughs> Victor was made for. Us. Victor was made for us. Yeah. Victor. Victor is. Victor is one of us from the start. Good. And Good. I. I I feel grateful for you, Eric, because like you have honestly inspired me to, you're one of the people who has inspired me to join masonry. That's all I'm going to say.
0: Well, that's really flattering. I mean, thank you very much. I, uh, I mean, I'm glad that you're going through this and it's fun, uh, talking to you about it as it happens. And so you're going to be getting your fellow craft degree pretty soon, right?
1: Uh, that's going to be actually at the same time as Victor. So oh. here's how it worked. I was inducted on, October 9th With a brother named Thomas Mm -hmm. (laughs) Thomas means twin So I was inducted with a twin (laughs) But Thomas is a fourth degree uh, Excuse me Fourth generation Oh wow What happened was they kind of, you know, did the whole thing with his family. They really wanted to push him forward, and I support that. And you know, he he already has a second degree, so Mm -hmm. he'll be getting his third degree in January when Victor is getting inducted into his first degree. So then I'll be ready for my second degree when Victor is ready for his second degree in February, and then Victor and I will be getting our masters in April of eighteen.
0: That's awesome. I, I love the second degree. The second degree, I think it gets passed over a lot. And if you look at, you know, once you, um, I would encourage you to not look at exposés yet, but once you get past your third degree, like go back and look at some of the second degree exposés that are out there and you'll see like everything in the 1700s in the second degree was really boring. And it wasn't until this guy named William Preston came along and wrote all the degree lectures that the second degree like blossomed into this incredible thing where it's kind of like a... Uh, a miniature university, almost like a—it's like a, it's like... a
1: tutelage on how to understand how to think properly. Yeah, yeah, very much. So, so it, what 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 I entered into Masonry knowing was that I'm writing the Holy Gift by Tool. Uh,
0: you mean the band Tool? You're, you're going to think that I'm really uncool. I've barely listened to any Tool at all.
1: Well, <laughs> I, hold I'm... on. First, let me let me in the moment smoke some marijuana so my brother here gets. Because he's he's yanking at the chain.
0: He's uh, he's Johnson.
1: He's, he's Johnson for the reefer. My my younger brother here is jonesing. So uh-huh. hold on, let me. <laughs> but all
2: right, well, hold, so- hold, 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 hear what
1: hear what he said.
2: I'm still learning to subdue my pleasures.
1: he's he's a wise he's a wise young mason well that's good that's good oh my god we have a good candidate we do um count to 30 for us so we can just get the shit out of the way
0: okay
1: one two three four five well six okay okay
0: My Alchemical Bromance is sponsored by Miskatonic Books. Miskatonic Books is an online bookstore that focuses on rare, limited edition, and custom-made books of the highest quality. They specialize in books on the occult, ceremonial magic, Freemasonry, Rosicrucianism, Hermeticism, and other topics of interest to you, our listeners. Check them out on the web at MiskatonicBooks.com. My Masonic Tarot seems to be missing. I don't know where I put it. I'm sure... I, that's...
1: that's some bullshit.
0: Well, my office is a mess. It kind of looks like...
1: It looks kind of clean.
0: Well, you can only see the top half.
1: I and know, it's it dark. looks good. <laughs> you're, you're well hidden.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the bottom half of my office looks like... Um... Looks like a ream a of paper kind of exploded. Hassle. Oh, yeah. I I went to shred a bunch of stuff today, and my shredder isn't plugged in, so there's just, like, piles of paper sitting over there. But, you know, you but gotta... that means
1: that you're on the good side of the Ninja nin, Turtles, because you're not shredder.
0: Oh, yeah, that's true. I didn't think about that. That's a total stoner thing to say.
1: <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about, sir.
0: <laughs> um, so... Uh, so you said you also thought maybe we should talk about some Solomonic stuff.
1: Oh, my God. We have so much to talk about. What have you, been
0: do- have you been doing any Solomonic workings? Like, what have you been working with? What have you been
1: after? Well, I mean, obviously, tonight, the Hygromantia is one thing that we use to plan our conversation.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, the Planetary hours stuff... Um is that originally from the hygromantia I feel like the picatrix uses that too but I think the picatrix calculates it in a the different picatrix way The picatrix
1: and the hygromantia are talking about the same fucking uh, current yes Yeah
0: yeah Um yeah and the first time I came across the planetary hours was in the uh the the greater key of Solomon the I think that's what it was the yeah the greater key right which Your
1: mustache I, is fantastic enough for me to trust you.
0: Thanks. Um and I think I showed you that I have a my altar, which is way in the back there, uh lights up according to the planetary hours.
1: Oh my god. Um we we can talk offline about that. Okay. Yeah, yeah so I
0: basically I, I wrote some uh code for the for Arduino that will calculate. Sunrise. I am so
1: <laughs> Like, I'm not even gay for you right now, but I'm totally gay for you right now. Right,
0: <laughs> it's not the first time I've heard that.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Like, no, really. Intelligence, intelli- intelligence is my aphrodisiac. So, way yeah, to go.
0: Mine, too. Thanks. Thanks. Oh,
1: <laughs> 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 well met, well met, well met.
0: Um, but, uh, so, aside from the Hygermantia, have you looked into, Have you have you, I don't know, built any tools or...
1: Alright, you're like the football store of magic right now, and uh, this is what's happening.
0: Okay, I'm really... All I was going to ask about was, like, um, have you done... So, so Solomonic stuff, Like everybody associates that with summoning demons.
1: We've tried.
0: Yeah? Have you had any luck?
1: No. Um, Berto. I did the uh, Berto summoning with rune soup, and I oh. did not have any
0: luck. Okay. You know, what I've been doing is um, I took the... Uh, how to summon spirits into crystals? Method that Trithemius wrote. The Trithemius method.
1: Oh. And oh, so- oh, someone's pointing at me. Hold on. Okay. No, that's not the same thing. He's 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 pointing at a. Th- sorry, sorry, sorry. I. No, it's, I, it's okay. It's okay. Human interaction is really not something I will ignore. You know what I mean? Sorry uh-huh. that your second it's 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 a polarized perception it's not real um <laughs> but 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 it's not what you think it is I, I, Eric do you wanna do you want to throw some knowledge quickly
0: yeah yeah <clears throat> um so what I did is I took the trithemian method and I just sort of chopped it down I dechristianized the prayers and um, kind of looked at I sort of a lot of the ritual, a lot of this older ritual has stuff in it that seems like... So for, I, I don't believe that you actually need to have a magic circle drawn on the floor. I think that a lot of the stuff that happens, um, since it happens sort of imaginally or astrally, um, you can make your magic circle astrally.
1: You I have, think that's very insightful.
0: You have to be good at it, right? So I just used a ritual that I'd been doing for years uh, out of the Sefer yetzera and use that okay. to make my magic circle astrally. And then I do my summoning in that space.
1: Are you doing this on, um, Bria or Yetzira? Uh, mm, mm,
0: I have no idea. I wish I could tell you. Like,
1: you like, you like, you like that question.
0: I do like that question. I do like that I question. You like that question. And I honestly, I don't think Bria, probably not Bria. That's, that's tough. no. Yeah. It would have to be the world of formation. I thought so. I would be surprised if I was reaching past yesod when that was happening.
1: Oh my god, dude! Come on, that's like some fucking heavy, intense. Yeah, but you need your magic dick would need to be wicked. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, it would definitely. Um, so, so I, I uh, but I've had success. You know, I've I've uh, contacted. Uh, the Olympic spirits okay. from the Arbital, um, that's pretty much it so far. I got a, I got a wicked cold in November, and I just sort of was like I'm going to take a break for a little while, and then I haven't started up again. <laughs> but, but I'm enjoying how popular the Solomonic stuff is. You know, so you you mentioned uh, Rune Soup with Gordon White, um, and then you've got like Frater Ah uh, sh- Xavier, Fr Frater Xavier, Xavier. Okay, who's he? Wait, what? Xavier.
1: Well, actually, um, if you're going to ask about who's a superior magician between Gordon and Freder Xavier, if the two had to battle it off like, uh-huh. you know, Sorgerman and Gandalf, um, that would be pretty intense. Um, I, I think that Freder Xavier would probably pair pretty well um, Gandalf style, and I think the Sorgerman might be more of the Gordon. Uh, we'll see. Who's uh, I
0: Friedrich it, Xavier? He's
1: uh, he's about he's about to uh, reign from the ashes, but the point <laughs> is, is that
0: I mean, I don't necessarily think that you could listen to people do a doing a podcast and figure out how powerful a magician they are, <laughs> but um. But that's that's not really, and that's not really even what I want to judge. Like, it's none of my business, uh, nor really my interest. But I do think it's really neat that that all of these um, magicians are publishing their works and making the oh, I, stuff I, popular. I am, I am again. purposefully
1: doing what I am doing because there is power in their magic, and they're only mm. going to be powerful if they're tested against each other.
0: Oh, well. Have you ever uh, have you ever been in a magical duel?
1: I don't care for them to hurt each other. I uh-huh. want to see who's more powerful.
0: Okay, how would you do that? What, what do you well, think would I again, test? I
1: again, I again. All right. So, for example, anyone who's into suit Freemasonry, or any Resurrectionism or anything like that, <laughs> mm-hmm. OTO, etc. And we will get into that very soon. Mm-hmm. I want to make it clear that I want all magicians to be on the level, you know, by that parlance. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, not ever, you know, what's fucked up is that not everyone wants to be fair. Some people want to be venomous. Some people want to be waspish. Some people want to be rapish. And, you know, they're just the creeps and Mm -hmm. we have to watch out against them. Yeah. So what I'm saying is that for the League of Magicians who are Gandalfs, who are Father Christmases, who are people who are for the kind of C.S. Lewis or whatever the fuck you want to call it, Mm -hmm. who who gives a flaming fuck? If you're the one who wants to slay the Jabberwock, you're with my ilk. (laughs) <laughs> and that's all i'm saying you know the people who want to use people they're going to be fucking disowned they're going to be destroyed and, and as some popular podcasters i put it they're going to be deleted the elites so-called will be deleted
0: are you you're drawing a line in the sand
1: <laughs> <laughs> the sand is more than sand it's concrete
0: <laughs> you're carving a line in the concrete
1: These people have already made their fucking carved lines. Their blood and their DNA has been made to be as such. They have destroyed themselves through their own selfish vice. Mm -hmm. They have been connected just as we are connected to all of the stars in the sky. Mm -hmm. And justice is done on a cosmic timetable. I am just some fucking ignorant piece of flesh. Just like, oh, not, 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 dude! Come on, no! What the fuck, man? Anyways, <laughs> what's
0: going on over yeah, here? Double he ignorant!
1: A... <laughs> don't worry about it. Okay, I am some ignorant piece of flesh who is not really aware of what this whole cosmic scheme is. Eric, you and I are both in the same position, as I know you are aware, as someone who is very cogent of his own masculine position as a star system.
0: Is that the purple dishwasher? I'm drinking on a
1: stone right now.
0: Okay. When you left off there I couldn't tell if there was a question implied at the end of it or not, but
1: No, that was a statement. Okay, okay, cool.
0: Yeah, I mean I guess um you know, like I personally am not interested in in proving or having anybody else prove what sort of, you know, magical talent or ability that they've come up with or you know, a lot of the times when it comes to the magic stuff, I'm I'm just totally way more of a theorist. I just I want I love the mystical experience. I wanna have the mystical experience as much as possible. I want direct knowledge. I want mm. I wanna I wanna see God more than I want a you, you know. You know what I think it's of all about,
1: coins. Eric? I'm gonna answer what you're saying because I think I'm with you on this one. Yeah. Absolutely to the core, not just this one, but all the ones, and it's that we want to be like it. It was when we were a kid, when we were born, when we were just arriving at consciousness. We wanted when to be everything like a was pure. Amazing. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Wait, so you're saying that this whole occult kick is just some like Freudian childhood nostalgia thing?
1: Retrograde amnesia? (laughs) Retrograde.
0: That might be the only cure.
1: (laughs) Hey, man, you know what? We're all just chilling. Do you know about... who's, Who's better to be around than those who you like to be around?
0: Yeah, that's true. Socrates said that when your soul is incarnated into the body, when you are, I don't know, downloaded or... Uh, embodied or or thrust from like the cosmic consciousness into your little meat puppet, that it is so traumatic that your soul, which originally has access to all divine knowledge, forgets yeah. everything as a coping mechanism. Yeah. It's basically no, that's,
1: like... uh, that's that's correct. Yeah, no, I've, I I am I'm bored with that a thousand percent.
0: That's why we come into consciousness screaming and we howl about it and are confused the entire way until we until we escape.
1: Well, not not to mention that those fucking Abrahamic Jewish people fucking rip our fucking cock tips off.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's uh, that can't be. I mean, I don't remember that that's, happening to me. A but a real it thing. That's, it
1: wasn't that's real fun. shit. That's real talk.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's real talk.
1: That's 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 fucking. Oh, this dude's got fucking balls. Talk.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So.
1: I know you see what happens when you get Mufasa on the line. So now what I want to say is that we have to make sure that we actually recognize the freedom of people. If we really want to talk about being consciously free, we have to talk about railing against the pricks who fucking want to strip us of our freedom. Oh, that is real talk.
0: That is real talk, and that's difficult talk too, because it doesn't
1: matter. It needs to be done like push ups.
0: It does need to be done like push-ups. Yeah. And um, but the thing is, is that it's hard to to find the balance, right? So you've got like philosophers like Locke and stuff in the in the eighteenth century who are writing about
1: Kant, Locke, Descartes.
0: Yeah. Descartes fuck off, though. Descartes fucked everything up. I don't
1: like Nietzsche either. Nietzsche, but Nietzsche, 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 But the problem is... No, 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 no. No, Hold on. Let's let's go back to
0: a thing that you said a little bit ago. About how when you went through your initiation and suddenly you sort of felt like you were part of something greater, like you felt like you had a responsibility to the republic around you. Republic. I think those are the words well, you actually, said. I'll tell you where
1: that came from. It wasn't just masonry. It was from listening to No Agenda and Steve Pechenik.
0: I don't know Steve... what those are. Are those podcasts? I'm terrible at podcasts. i would like to fill
1: all of us in because this isn't okay. just. <laughs> <laughs> my, my brother, my brother here is not looking at the screen. He could have seen that. That was cool shit. What? All right.
0: What me port
1: Ah man, you're the man. Alright, All right. All right. I'm surrounded by good men. No, one of the things about masonry for me is that I am surrounded by good men. Yes. Yep. That's instantly a truth. But here's
0: here's a here's a problem that arises when you start going on about how like we have to make sure that everybody has their freedoms, but we also you know part of part of freedom uh now this is going to tie into like thelema thelema has this whole thing wrapped up in its philosophy uh you're following your true will when that isn't interfering with anybody else's true will
1: yeah right. i i really hate it when people try to interfere with my true will really. well
0: if they are interfering with your true will then one yeah, of the two of you isn't like actually following their true will right And I think that that's something to be aware of, right? Like, you can't always... Like, some freedoms can't be absolute. And some freedoms, if they are too free, result in the destruction of freedoms for others. And so now we're in this horrible mess of regulation.
1: Wasn't that the first thing that nothing, 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 nothing?
0: Nothing, 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 nothing regulation?
1: I I can't really (laughs) say anything. Right, 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 right. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh yeah, I don't know. Um but I you know. Yeah,
1: but, but 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 think think about think about that. Think about what? Nothing? <laughs> true true. True. But I mean the first thing that we learned.
0: I mean I I suspect that the first thing we learn is that flesh is weak. I mean, what do you think the first thing you learned was?
1: I I, I Holy mean, crap. Like, this is
0: Light is bright, everything hurts. Existed sex so it's, 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 it's it's
1: really not the same thing. It's it's really not the same thing at all, but that this is a tender conversation for me. Oh. So what was the first thing you learned? That everything is connected very powerfully.
0: I feel like it took a long time for me to learn that.
1: That's the first thing I learned and it smacked me in my fucking face. Hmm. It really hit me because my grandpa mm-hmm. my okay, so my dad's probably about to join. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which will be great. Which weirdly makes me third generation.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. retroactively, yeah. third generation.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So my grandpa actually. So my dad. Um, like, there's a longer story, but I'll just give you the quick. <laughs> my mom gave me a ring. Mm-hmm. It's a wrong ring, but it had 1952. My dad then a few days later on St. John's Day, so he gives me my grandfather's plaque when he got inducted, and it was from 1952. It was like so troopy. Mm-hmm. And then it turns out that because my grandfather was born heroically, teror- all right, my word, heroically, mm-hmm. in 1919 on 3-3, he got inducted in 52 at the age of 33, <laughs> same age as yours truly. Mm-hmm. How the fuck is that real?
0: I don't, I don't know. I know! <laughs> I! Yeah, uh, you know, there's no such thing as coincidence.
1: No, sir. That's why I say God don't play dice.
0: God don't play dice. Or if he does, he already knows which way they're going to roll. Oh, my God. He made it
1: happen that way.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my grandfather uh, was a mason. Um, yep. I don't Hold know... On. I don't know a whole lot of details. I have his Scottish Rite pad, so I know... I think I know when he was made a Scottish Rite mason, but it was a long time ago. 1973, it looks like. Maybe 72. Can you tell? Uh, I could if I stood up. Let me go look. I would like to know. April
1: 14th, 1973. Ah, there it is. All right. Do you have so a... anyways... Is that a
0: cat? Um... You have a cat? <laughs> he's a cat
1: he's my pet cat okay from now on this is called Victor my pet cat Victor alright so <laughs> the point I know now you made it weird but it's cool it's a Masonic thing uh, yeah, yeah, yeah he's, my, cats. he's my pet now from now on oh, <laughs> oh god everyone's gonna love it so the point <laughs> is is that yeah you're talking about the um 1973 was when um Pink Floyd released dark side of the moon
0: was it i don't think my grandfather would have listened to that album he wasn't really a pink floyd kind of
1: guy not my grandfather either (laughs) yeah was it
0: 1973 there also must have been a a zeppelin album that came out in 73
1: that would have been mm, led zeppelin oh uh, oh you're making me pissed off right now hold on hold on now you're making me think oh fuck you sorry hold on
0: sorry You're on a podcast. You're supposed to be thinking. All right. All right.
1: That would have been around physical graffiti
0: or. Mm -hmm. uh, 73 was houses of the holy. Physical graffiti wasn't until 75.
1: I know. Dude, I have these on vinyl. My dad gave me all Led Zeppelin on vinyl. 73 was houses of the holy. Hold on. No, you're really right, though. (laughs) Holy shit! Are we recording this? Fuck yes, you. Yes,
0: we're recording all of this. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, correct.
1: He, he, he's actually, he's actually correct. Yeah. Um. So, wish you were here was seventy. Ah, uh, ninja bitch. All right. So seventy-five. So it's actually. So Led Zeppelin made their first two albums in '68. Uh huh. Pink Floyd did a seventy uh, 67 and then 78 and then 69. Uh, More came out. The third album was in 69. That that year stuff, that, that was a year.
0: That was a year. It was totally, that was a year. <laughs> okay, Nate, Nate, it's time for the tarot. Pull out your Masonic tarot. Now what? Well, you said you were going to draw three cards.
1: I'm going to uh, erase any kind of energetic frequency by shuffling them because this is actually really fucking real. I don't fucking care about anything that came before this. No one really fucking understands the fact that this isn't real fucking shit. There is energetic frequencies that occur between us and the effervescence that we are. We are lazy, stupid miscreants. These stupid human beings fucking beings you lazy fucks who think you're listening yeah <laughs> yes you know yourself so well don't you no <laughs> nor do i so what you're going to do is you're going to access the infinite through me right now and right now i'm going to draw 1 2 and 3 now these are the three cards for many humans in 2018 who All gives a right. fuck okay Flipped, flipped, and flipped. What I love is that Donald Trump's America draws five, five, and fool.
0: Oh, five of what and five of what?
1: Swords, pentacles, and the fool. <laughs>
0: I mean it's not horrible.
1: No, it's it's my it's my favorite thing.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna draw those cards out of the alchemical tarot so I can follow along with your reading as you give it to us. You said Swords, Pentacles, Fool. Fool or Pentacles How's
1: the cat
2: using that? The fool is always powerful, whether it's positive or negative. It's a powerful card. It's a five
0: of, oh the five of pentacles, that's the um, the pauper card. And the five of swords is is that the thief card? Yeah. So,
1: now I'm going to draw cards for myself, since I was drawing those for others.
0: Okay. Wait, I thought you were going to draw cards for me. Yeah.
1: Well, that's that's kind of... I know. I, I, I'm I sorry for your shitty spread. Okay. You're right. There's three of us. There's you, there's Victor, and there's me. Mm-hmm. So, next, mm-hmm. let's draw Victor. Okay. So, I'm sorry that you got the five of swords, the five of coins, and the fool.
0: I'm okay with that, actually. I'm okay with that uh, progression. It is about intellectual movement followed by physical hardship followed by a brand new journey. There's nothing wrong with that.
1: It just freaks me the fuck out. Victor just tried to take the deck, but I'm like, no, it's already ready.
0: (laughs) All right. What do you got for Victor?
1: All righty. Ready? I'm ready. Card one, Emperor. Mm. Number two is Temperance.
0: Ooh, that's a he good got... Masonic, <laughs> card. That's the, a Masonic the, card.
1: The dude just got two trumps two. in a row. I know. Yep. And then he got Seven of Coins.
0: Oh. Okay. So hold on. Let two me put trumps this and a in seven, of seven
1: of Pentacles.
0: Seven of Pentacles is about obstacles. He said the Emperor and then Temperance, and then the Seven of Coins. The Emperor is... Emperor,
1: Temperance, Seven of Coins.
0: Emperor is about uh, following rules somewhat. It's kind of a... Oh, shit. I'm having a hard time putting these all together. What do you feel? What's your reading? They're your cards.
1: I feel like that I'm in good company and that... Just waiting on the... uh... So, but to your point, um, you know, (laughs) I think that I think that the occult is about to make a renaissance. I think that we are about to see a bunch of people really obsessed with their stars and their planets and mm-hmm. where their terror. Yeah, I think that's happening right now.
0: I think it is, too. I think we're seeing a really yeah. big upswing in, uh, oh, yeah. in the occult and popular culture for sure. Uh, kind of some, maybe a little bit driven by, like, goth stuff, but also you have... You know, like TV shows that are just embracing it. You know, starting with maybe like Buffy and Charmed, like twenty years ago, going up. Well, they're
1: supernatural. I mean, supernatural.
0: That's... Like they love that stuff. Uh, and you see all kinds of shit in there that's directly influenced by like Solomonic grimoires and right and Renaissance magic and and that sort of thing, um, which I really like. Like, uh, it's an entertaining show.
1: I have a billion
0: you have a billion what
1: tower cards (laughs) the card for me tonight is the seven of wands which is the valor card yeah you knew that
2: I got the seven of pentacles pentacles, which is not as good I don't know what it is but there's somewhat kind of a seven going All alright you know what Nate I
0: think we we should wrap up yep I, I do too. Okay, so do you have anything you want to tell our listeners? Like, is there a place they could find you online? Should I just point them at your Twitter account? I,
1: I have no I just I have no idea what just happened. Um... <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, that's cool. I'll... I think. I'll, uh,
1: I think the. Um, it's great that you know we can all warp through dimensions and jump through time space portals and become men women and women men and all that other shit but you know <laughs> what you really should do is uh, look out for other people's emotions and be someone who can be solid enough when shit gets really fucking weird mm-hmm. to be there for other people who are like and, like be the person who's like alright alright you don't have to be Aah! you can be cool yeah so be that person because like Like that's literally a dynamic test. It has (laughs) nothing to do with like your opinion of what this is or that is. And I'm going to finish by saying this. This is a torsion of electric energy. If you are loving and you are kind and empathetic, you are evolving our stature as a species. And I respect you. So per chance that you are the kind who makes us evolved and, Consciously connected and communicative, then God bless you because you are the ones who I support. And to those who try to disrupt that evolutionary process, you are damned beyond your own measure. You have no idea how fucked you are. Yeah. So to, I agree. To those <laughs> to the to those who are builders, we are supporters. Mm-hmm.
0: I think that makes a lot of sense. It'll probably make more more sense when I listen to it again later.
1: <laughs> Poets have that effect.
0: Yeah. Well, hey, Nate, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Right. I'm sorry. No I'm sorry that it took so long to to schedule. No,
1: uh, we had a Mercury retrograde thing, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Let's blame no it problem. on a friggin' planet. But yeah. Well, you know what? Actually,
1: let's thank Mercury for being so fucking apt. Because yeah. Mercury is an excellent planet.
0: It is. And it's it's uh, direct now.
1: Well, I will always be in favor of Mercury and thankful to Mercury. And anyone who fucks with Mercury is an enemy of mine.
0: Okay. Are you listening, NASA?
1: <laughs> Never a snake answer. What?
0: Yeah. Wait, what? That wasn't a snake answer? I was just wording NASA, like, it, you don't, know, you know, NASA doesn't want to be your enemy.
1: Actually, I think that me and NASA are going to be fast friends forever. So let's yeah. continue on. And I have no idea what just happened. I feel like beauty and the beast. And I was beast and beauty at the same time. And I just ravished myself. I feel delightful. <laughs> I feel really good. I feel like massage to the nth degree. Well, that's and believe just me, ladies. You want the nth degree. Massage. Yeah. I mean,
0: that's uh, that's the magic of, uh, of uh, teleconferencing with Portland Thank you for listening To My Alchemical Bromance You can find us on the web At myalchemicalbromance.com And you can subscribe to us On iTunes or Stitcher Or Podcast Addict Or anything of that nature Tune in next time And that's it Bye, Good night.